0: you're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder excitement and discovery it's time for an adventure through odyssey hey everyone welcome back to the adventures through odyssey podcast odyssey revisited I'm Will here with John for our October News Roundup. Now, you might be thinking, wait a second, the September News Roundup never showed up. Yeah, we had a little audio glitch that was also in the Eugene episode that I had to remedy. So I, most of the episode has been fixed, but because this month's Club episode ties so heavily into the comics, I'm going to cut our September discussion from the comics into this one, and I'll release the rest of the episode Will just, shortly.
1: Will doesn't tell me these things. Will just, like, fails to mention there's an audio glitch,
0: which I wonder where that glitch occurred. Hmm. Um, actually, I hate to say this, there was an echo on your mic. Okay, Okay. here's my thing. Does it sound like there's an echo on my mic right now? No, but it was because of how we had the setup. I changed it this time. Hmm. So, we're slowly but surely getting there, people. But anyway, uh, so October was both kind of a busy and not-so-busy month for Odyssey. So, I think our biggest piece of news was we had the Album 76 artwork reveal. Keep it together. Okay. So Four first kids off kids walking down the street. Yes. That's about it. Yeah, so I, I do just want to say I hate this thing Focus on the Family is doing where they tease the album art reveal. Not that they're teasing it, but then for through the week they release little snippets of it. Just just say it's coming on Friday and show the whole thing at once. It's more surprising that way. Yeah. Especially because I mean I
1: guess the Bernard drop in the last album, you're like, oh, like that's like a big deal. Right. But, like you know if right, if there's not anything purely like shocking on the covers, which most covers don't have anything shocking on them, that is true, and I think uh, it spoils the fun,
0: yeah, it's like just yeah, just drop it on Fridays, I totally agree, so they didn't release any uh synopsis with this one, so just you know it's Suzu Cooper. Emily and Maury walking down the road, yeah, with the sun rising behind them. And I have loved the fan edits where they, where like people have put Doctor Blackard, Jay, Matthew in the sun behind them as if they're the villain of the piece. Pretty good, yeah. Uh, I will say this: I think they, the design. What happened to the kid designs? Because this is not an appealing color cover aesthetically. Uh I don't know. I mean, it's not horrible, but. I I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Why does Emily? There's a lot of blank space. There's a lot of blank space. They're walking past the church, which I like. Yeah. Why? Cooper is so much taller than everybody else. For some reason, Emily seems to have anime eyes. Maury has a gut. Okay, that's not that important, but.
1: I feel like I didn't think he had a gut,
0: but. I'm looking at, oh, that might just be how his shirt is drawn. I think it's how his shirt is drawn well. Okay, I, I apologize to Mori and his voice actor. Um, and then I, yeah, I was about to say, am I wrong in thinking this is the first time we've seen Susu drawn? But no, she was on the escape room cover. Yeah,
1: it's hard because I mean they they're recognizable, but I mean like I guess be fair, I didn't probably like I couldn't always identify like the cover of like the kids on the old covers. Like, I mean, I think there, there's the cover with Robin for just in time where I think it's Robin. And it's not at all
0: how I think I would have pictured Robin. I do kind of agree, but so, yeah. So it just, and to, again, to extrapolate a little more, it's called keep it together. So the team is probably going to face some rupture that will blow them apart. <laughs> I Also, because it's the four of them. I love the implication that the team is not getting bigger.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm still like don't even remember Cooper being on the team. <laughs> yeah, Cooper joined the team in the last well, last time there was a team episode because remember they were blackmailing him. Yeah, so I, I I feel like they just realized we need a fourth person, so now we've got like this Burger King Kids Club looking poster. Do we think the Parkers are gone? Uh, I think it's possible. I mean, we still, we had Emily's Faith arc recently, but it does kind of I mean, feel like... we complain about the Parkers, I know, but it's just kind of like, are they just gone? Maybe. It is kind of interesting to think that the Parkers are gone, but Emily, who was also here when the show rebooted...
1: Yeah, that's that's the weird thing, right? It's not like they're doing a slow transition. Um, but then, I mean, they bring character. It's weird. Like, the, the environment they have is weird right now with, like, the... Because, one, I mean, some of it, they just brought over Kidsboro characters... Right, but then what was the um? Who's the basketball kid? I always forget about Trey. Trey, yeah, sorry, I forget his name.
0: He wasn't. He was there. Right. No, no, no. Cooper's the basketball kid. Trey's the other one. Trey's his brother.
1: Right, right, right. But who's the one? Yeah, yeah. yeah Cooper. Sorry, I he was at the reboot too, right? I don't think so. I feel like he was okay. A maybe addition. I'm thinking there was some. Kid who played basketball in like the first album or two that they came back, and then, um, do you remember? I think he was also getting blackmailed, like they stole the mascot. Oh, yeah, it's that kid, and
0: for some reason, I thought they brought him back at one point, but I could be wrong. Just keep talking. Let me double check. But okay, so I know I made the joke about the Burger King Kids Club, we're not going to get into that. What this really reminded me of the moment I saw it was a VBS poster. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. In the sense that like you walk into one of the classrooms that where it's like Bible time and hey kids, look at these fun characters you get to meet over the week. Or did did your VBS not do that? I don't know. Uh it was Ryan Cummings. Okay. Yeah, that's the girl. That's the guy Jules jilted at prom. Uh
1: Yeah, it, it that's what it was. It was like he suddenly shows back up and I cuz I feel like he was gone. For a while. Yeah, yeah, it was, you're too kind, the Holy Hoopster. He was gone for 100 episodes and then was in Unfair Game. And then he was gone for 140 episodes and shows up in King of My Hearts, And then yes. is showing up in Alibis.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, on one hand, it's a trend Odyssey is doing that I like. That they're not just creating new characters out of whole cloth. When they need a character, they'll bring somebody back. It is a little weird, though, that this teenager disappears for five years then suddenly returns
1: yeah it just throws off any passage of time right because you're kind of like oh it's almost like a a nice transition into new characters but then you're like what yeah exactly then they bring back this character at almost the exact same age and you're like okay never mind yeah totally agree
0: okay should we get into the episode uh, well, we still have to do the comics, but uh, yeah, so I just wanted to also say they did not r- reveal any episodes, just the one where Jules joins a band called Macaroni Ravioli and the Rydell Realizations parts 1, 2, and 3. Yep. Uh, yeah, so, look, I know this is a no-win scenario again. I will say this. It is starting to... It, I am starting to note that the albums are now... S- again, they are solely for ca- the character arc moving forward, but now they're almost all taken up by a multi-part story
1: yeah which is like they're fun i mean and like part of the problem is they have so many current arcs that you almost they're almost like we just got to do a chunk we got to
0: like exactly now get through some of these but i totally agree and i i think part of that is because it's streaming they need to get you to come back week to week now i would be fine with standalone episodes did you read the monthly comic i did read the month of comic wow that's a first um so what did you think of it oh you mean the one on the app right not the one on instagram that is correct there's not one on instagram okay i mean it's on instagram uh-huh. but it's also on the app oh i mean wait so it's the halloween one? one it's the oh, Halloween. I, I i didn't read that one then <laughs> Okay, so Wooten and Penny are in Wit's End, and Wooten's getting dressed for Halloween, and Penny says, Wooten, isn't that costume going to scare the kids? It's the new Captain Absolutely villain, which kind of looks like Bible Man Darth Vader. Cool. Yeah, so Wooten puts it on, puts the helmet on, Jason walks in and thinks it's a, like, a government spy, and body slams Wooten into the floor. That's, I mean, okay, that's
1: a pretty funny joke, but also in reality... Yes, Wooten would be dead. Well, yeah. Well, also, Jason would probably know, oh, it's Halloween. Well.
0: Bruh. Exactly. Yeah, sorry. Uh, So, the comic ends with Wooten and Penny now dressed as a chicken and an egg. It's a very cute comic. And, like, I get Jason, and they kind of write it off as, well, I have all that secret agent training that just kicks in at a moment's notice. So... To me, it's one of those, it's a funny gag. It's not, I don't know how uh, wholesome that felt. All right, so I was going to say the next part of the episode is us moving on to the comics. However, this month's comic, this yeah, comic does kind of dive into the episode so much. I'm just going to, we'll just talk Which about it. Right I again. like, I don't think, I, I don't mind the idea of having like comics that directly tie in. Oh, definitely. So let's talk about the club episode, Extended Cut. Fans of a movie about Odyssey descend upon the town for a festival that earns mixed reviews.
1: It's interesting, right? Yeah. I don't think it's a bad episode, but I don't really know what it's like. Okay. I guess the idea is, you know, they bring it's at first, it's kind of this fun, like jokey, and you're, and you know, Connie's worried about her character, even though it was like previously cut. Yes. Which is exactly how she was at the, in the original episode. Was right. worried about her character was being portrayed. Um, but then it does take a, but it's like kind of joking about it. And I thought the vibe of the episode <laughs> was going to be about like, I mean, it's kind of not worrying about like, about what people think about. Well, I don't know. It it, but it is kind of worrying about what people think about you for at some degree, right? Um. And then they bring back the actress who played Connie. Yes. And you know, everything's fine. And then we get to this, the Q&A. Yes. Right, There's so funny jokes. The wit doll is very funny. Yes. No, that, think, that was great. I think talking about, like, the jokes about the movie, Jay, what Jay's doing, it. I feel like the I have to talk to Jay about lying. I have to talk to, to Jay about, like, good hygiene yes that was a highlight of the episode that was a hilarious joke um but then you get this q a which is funny to start but then you get this little girl almost saying something that i don't think anyone would necessarily like very rarely would you have a kid going up and say like you taught me i don't have to be
0: smart or i don't have to put in effort i can just be dumb yeah, so here's the thing. I, I question that, not because I think people should be dumb, but I do think it's important to tell kids you don't have to be the smartest or the most accomplished to make a difference. Well, well, which is right, not where this episode is going. but
1: Right, but it is funny that they're like, because Connie's like insecure about it, which I do think is is a little much because she was insecure in the original episode. And it's been like, I mean, I, in Odyssey, right? It's probably been like, five to ten years something like that yeah but so... in reality it's been like 30 like i don't maybe not 30 but like 20 years 20 25 years yeah 20 25 years and it's like i don't know if i need this the it's like oh connie didn't have to deal with her stress about that because she just was cut from the movie which i'll say this with the comic I don't know how you cut Connie from the movie if she's literally with them while they're collecting these things, unless they just
0: refilmed all of it. Yeah, well, and because they make that joke at one point where Connie's in the comic where Connie says, wait, what's my character doing there? And Jewel says, according to the notes, there was a deleted scene that explained it, but they never filmed it. Right, which is fun, but it's yeah. like... Right, but it... Look, I, I love the vibe that comic gives off. That in the reality of Odyssey, this movie is some cult classic. Yeah, but yeah. So before we get to like the Mois of the episode, I would like to say I really enjoyed this episode. You know, earlier in the earlier in the year when we did the road, the adopt the road episode, I said I had an upper limit with Jay and how obnoxious or trying to be funny he can be. It, he was turned up to eleven in this episode, but I think it really worked because everybody in the story knew it was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, at least everyone in the story who we're following.
1: Right. And I think that works. I mean, Jay's a funny character, but yeah, you gotta kind of
0: lean... The characters have to be like, Jay, stop it. Yes. Now, uh, this is the one thing. You know, Jules is from Hollywood, and I'm, supr- I'm surprised she had never heard of this movie. Maybe she didn't know it was set about Odyssey. But it's a it's interesting, like, if this movie is this cult classic that you can pull together a fan group for it... Well... You're... I get the sense where they're talking about it, they're like, well,
1: it's kind of a flop. But then the director's cut came out, and it's like this surging fan base
0: came yeah, out. Okay, so that was one kind of funny thing. So a lot of times when kids shows, or shows in general, do a, we're going to shoot a big budget movie with one of the characters, the payoff is either, oh, the movie got canceled, or we're going in a different direction, you're fired. In the world of Odyssey, the decision was, the movie was so bad, nobody saw it. So... In the age of streaming, it completely makes sense this movie would rear its head again.
1: Yeah, I I think so, too. I don't think it's a crazy premise. Let me ask you a question, though. What do you think this episode was about?
0: Don't judge a book by its cover?
1: Well, yeah, I, that's kind of what it is, right? It's Because at the end, they're like,
0: King David was just a shepherd, and... <laughs> Exactly. When they start talking about King David, I'm like, okay, I get, at least that kind of ties in, but I think it only ties into the third act. My
1: problem is, they introduce the, con; they are having so much fun with, like, bringing back this concept, and, like, with the crazed fans, that they don't get to the Heather stuff until, like, halfway through. Yeah. And they're way to, like, justify, like, oh, you shouldn't judge Heather by her cover, because she... I don't know. It's like they kind of want to say, like, she did the wrong thing or like she leaned into being the dumb blonde and that was bad for her career, which well, is a little weird. But then it's like, oh, but she couldn't get a job. So guess what? She became a doctor. But more than that, she's back and she's doing stuff on the Hallmark Channel.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. The Emblem Channel. Yes. OK, so I do want to say if you go back and listen to the original Day in the Life episode, Heather Shapley is a kind of mean spirited joke. Like, yeah. it is surprising how mean it is looking back. So I'm sure this was part of their way of rectifying that. Uh, I do agree they go a little too far. And I know this would have spoiled the episode, but they could have said, hey, the director's cut came out because Heather Shapley made a career comeback and they want to show her part in the movie. Because that totally feels like something a studio would do. I don't know if you know this story. So in the original Little Shop of Horrors, not the musical, the movie that came out in, seven the like 70s, Jack Nicholson has a two-scene appearance. And in between them filming the movie and it coming out, Jack Nicholson blew up. So they paced Jack Nicholson all over the marketing, even though he's only in two scenes of the movie.
1: I'm not trying to be dumb. I watched that a few months ago. Where is Jack Nicholson in
0: that movie? The original, not the musical. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Right, so just so everyone knows, there's a non-musical version of Little Shop of Horrors. It might actually be free to watch on YouTube because no one bothered to keep the rights. But... Yeah, but like so the here's what's
1: weird to me. So right they're they're saying don't judge a book by its cover. And I don't think it's bad. I think having it both be, she became a doctor and she's made an acting comeback is a little much, I think, especially because they never really give a great answer to why she doesn't try to correct that girl.
0: Yeah, I do agree.
1: Like, like I, I agree. I don't think you ha- like. I don't think it's bad to say like, oh, like, but like, it's almost like the girls like going forward like, oh, you can be dumb and like airheaded is almost what right. she's saying. And if she and if Heather was really like a doctor and trying to make a serious acting comeback, I don't know why she didn't like agree with Connie, not like against her. I think Connie was wrong for like trying to slam Heather, right. But I yeah. feel like it's weird and then she didn't also stand up and say, like, that's not what you should take. Well, This okay. was a fun thing, but this was something in the past, and we shouldn't, like...
0: Right, so here's the one thing I will say. Earlier in the episode, Heather comes up to Jay and says she wants some stuff in her contract changed. I kind of wonder, and I- I'd love to know who wrote up this contract for Jay, so... I think Jay probably wrote it himself. Right. It would not surprise me that, like, maybe in her contract she's not allowed to go against that, so well
1: maybe but then they should have said that she should have been like i hated what that girl was saying but shay and my contract said i couldn't speak out against
0: exactly no there needed to be a clear delineation
1: and i just feel like it's like they want you to really recognize quickly that it's like oh she's a doctor she's smart Or, like, she's, like, doing serious acting where you couldn't see her face. So, it's, like, you know it's good acting. And Connie also has seen it and know it's good acting. Rather than, like, it's just such... It's a weird concept because they want to bring back this character and, like, show you that she is. But they do, like, the most extreme example, which isn't bad, again. It's just, like, noticeable. I will say this. I was convinced. Not that this would have been bad, But it's weird because I wonder if in the original script if she was going to be in, like, a Christian movie. Because let's be fair, Hallmark Channel isn't, like, a Christian channel.
0: But they did face a lot of of pushback when they added a gay character to one of their Christmas movies, so... Well,
1: yeah. So, I mean, there's a big Christian audience to the Hallmark Channel. Right. Um, I know there's some other one that now people watch instead of Hallmark. Right, that
0: Candace Cameron Burr started, so...
1: Yeah, so, like, but when Wit's talking, I mean, but it's clearly supposed to be Hallmark, because Hallmark, Emblem, they're, like,
0: two, like... And Connie says, I love their Christmas movies.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: I thought she came back to star in some Christian movie. Okay, so here's the thing. I thought, and I know the Club episodes kind of moved away from plugging Ministries. I thought maybe the voice actress for Heather was somebody who was on The Chosen
1: oh i mean that could be right i mean it
0: isn't i want to be clear i'm saying i thought is this going to turn into let's talk about the chosen and how great it is for two minutes
1: well the one issue is i don't know i mean i'm sure people that focus on the family like the chosen but there's a whole problem that's connected not prob well okay some christians are upset that it's connected to the The mormon uh, church the mormon church yeah, And so I could see Focus not wanting to directly do that, but right, I thought they were gonna make something where it's like, I came back to act because of this Christian movie, and I felt like it was important.
0: Yet Which, another person connected to
1: Connie becomes a Christian. Well, yeah. But it's like, right, it's like Wit says she came, it's almost like he's saying she came back for some, like, really a, a special thing, unless they're just saying, like, oh, Harmark is basically like a good, wholesome Christian. Like, it's
0: like weird. All right. Yeah, I, I do totally agree with that. But so to I, I honestly I thought it was a good reckoning. I get the sneaking suspicion Heather might move in if we have to can Jillian for some reason. <laughs> that would be funny. But anyway, I did want to point out a few other things about you this episode. you think this is the original voice actress? It is not. I just looked. Okay. It is somebody else. And actually I want to talk about the first scene of Heather where someone says you you can't you can't miss her. I thought, "Oh no." She's a mean-spirited enough joke in the first episode. Please do not tell me they're gonna say she got fat.
1: Oh, that would have been real bad.
0: Right, but you can the way it was phrased, I was like, oh no, please don't tell me that's what you're doing, focus on the family. Because I I will say this. I was kind of on Connie's side up until that conference, because it's like, okay, I get it. I understand why this would probably
1: yeah. be a, but does, a challenge. It does kind of just it's the same thing we've talked about with Connie, where I'm
0: like, really?
1: Like I get it's just like I want I feel like I want some character development for Connie.
0: Yeah, okay, and this is what I want to talk to you about. Remember how a while ago you said there's no joy in Connie and Jules's relationship? Yeah. You know how you know who had a lot of joy in their relationship in this episode? Wit and Jules. Yeah. I, I hate to say it, but like Shona and Andre Stoika have such great chemistry. I kind it's of want good. like I kind of want a few Wit and Jules episodes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they have some...
0: Good, that would that would be a fun character dynamic. Right, because we kind of... It would basically be kind of an old-school Witten and Connie pairing to an extent. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's weird because right now, it's like they've kept... They've, like, made Connie's personality a little more adult, but have kept her, like, teenage, young adult problems, I feel like. Like, her tendencies to just be, like, like, burst things out i exactly which isn't horrible but it's like at this point i feel like so many characters have overcome things that they've had it's just like well it's all like you removed not that connie's not fun i think there's parts in the episode where she is fun yeah but like it's just like i feel like you either need to keep the character how she was and just say this is who she is and like play up like the funny aspects and like the funny time she would like burst out stuff. Yeah. And also then keep like, but it's like weird to like try to make her seem more mature and more like a mother to jewels or like an adult to jewels, but then have her have these same issues over and over. I totally agree. And, again, th- we've teased that like they might be doing something with that. Like because they've recognized, like in the in the Eugene one where she's like, "Why do I keep doing this?" Exactly. I don't know if she says that, but she has the thing with wit. Like, how do you not like do this? But it, I'm I'm curious. I was just kind of like at the press conference. I'm like, "Oh, what a surprise!" I mean, and but it's also weird because they were like, "Well, we don't want Connie to seem crazy, so we'll have the most unrealistic girl come." And say because of you, I figured that I don't have to try. I don't have to be smart.
0: I can just be like you, Connie. Tehe. Okay, right, and so this is something I'll get back to when we talk about the podcast behind the scenes stuff. They do definitely ha- kind of have not a flattering representation of fandom in this episode. But yeah, right. So, yeah, I agree. We had to like get Connie pushed to the limit. I think there are ways we could have done that without. Yeah without making this little girl look stupid like maybe it's behind the scenes and not everyone has to watch it or something but yeah anyway about 22 minutes anyway um (laughs) what was I gonna say um okay so I do want to go back to a few things at the top before the total shift of the episode uh you know this is like the second time or third time Connie has mentioned she'll never get a certain streaming service although one of them was Nova Plus so I kind of get that yeah I, I love this thought that like in the Novacom reboot, whenever they bring back NovaCom, the joke is they come to Odyssey because, well, no one in our town ta- in your town subscribes to Nova Plus. <laughs> we need that'd to figure a, out
1: why. That'd be a really funny joke. Yeah. But I also then don't know what the purpose of that episode is, because then you get into it have to be like reconciled with like past sins almost. Yeah. That I mean it wouldn't be a bad idea. Well, so I, I would, would like that, but I feel like that's a touchy subject. Yes not touchy i mean obviously like sin will find you out but like having seen like well it wasn't no one at the company who was there that time is there anymore it's like well but what those other people did still like affected people here like i feel like i'm fine them doing an episode about that but i also feel like some some people may say they're talking about something else <laughs> yeah i kind of agree i know that some christians have issues with
0: Which, again, I don't, I want stuff like that, but. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, So, and again, I know it's a fictional show, so it's just, they never thought to put it in a script. It is interesting that no one has ever come to the town. Like, what could have said, oh, I've had one or two crazed fans show up in the past, but I was always able to shoo them off or something. Well, yeah,
1: right? Like, I think saying something like that would have been natural being like, oh yeah, like I mean, like once or twice a year, I have someone
0: come in and take some pictures. Exactly. So, all right. So I and I actually kind of liked that. You know, Wit was never like super angry about the movie in the original episode. He's just like, you know, what? How can a movie really capture the magic of Odyssey? And, and, but any. I do like that he finds stuff to laugh at in the movie. Again, I totally get why Connie feels a little hurt by her portrayal in the movie, especially because they add the Eugene subplot. I agree. But that's why I thought
1: the episode was going in a different direction, because I thought it was it was going to almost be about like laughing at yourself. Yes. Or like just like not letting sometimes what people think of you like taking that seriously. Yeah, and they could have done that, like because that's like the vibe of the first half, right? Which just like it's not
0: me, right? And then I think he sees the movie because it sounds like in the episode nobody actually watched the movie.
1: Well, at the end of the episode, right? They like leave
0: the screening early, right? So, so yes, and it's so not Odyssey at all. So, let speaking of the screen, let's talk a little bit about the comics. So, we're gonna quickly put in our talk about it from the last September episode
1: they choose the most they're literally at the beginning they're like listen to this episode or you will not know what's going on
0: the most context heavy thing you could do which is basically wit connie and jules watching the extended cut of the movie from the day in the life episode from like album 12 or something yes now i do love when we cut back to jules mystery science theater in the movie and everyone being pissed at her but just commenting on how weird it is so I love this because I always love looking at the fake media. Because like, although it's not one of my favorite episodes, one of my favorite things BoJack Horseman did was they released an episode on Netflix that was just a full episode of the fake TV show that existed within the universe. Kids, don't go watch that show. Kids do go watch that show. No, kids do not go watch that show. The age 12 demographic is not listening to this podcast.
1: I don't know who's listening to this podcast. Yeah, I mean it's it's fun. Now I will say this. Now this is also a show kids don't go watch this. I don't remember if they called Eugene like they called the Eugene character Rick in the original episode, but they were definitely going for the Rick and Morty vibes.
0: You mean with the green portal?
1: The green portal, and it's Rick. And I'm like, you clearly know what you're doing. Clearly, like, someone... Like, they know, like, the Odyssey people don't know about Rick and Morty. And so
0: they're like, slide this in. Right, so and here's what I actually really like about the movie. It, it, the, the fake movie they present, although I feel like it contradicts some of the things they say about the movie in the actual episode... It very much feels like the 1990s adaptation of Adventures in Odyssey some studio would have made.
1: Yeah, where they're like, well, they time travel, and it's this
0: kid, and... Right, the Imagination Station's a ring. It's like, it's sort of the show, but not at all the show. Yeah. It's funny. It. I wonder how long it's gonna go. I was about to say, like, this is a 30-pound... Another 30 panel arc. I don't 100% know if that's going to go well. Now, maybe like they'll break through the screen or something. I don't well, it's, know. It's really fun because it's fun to visually see some parts of the film. Right. Now, to be, this would also have been like a fun animated episode. Agree. Like just cut to Connie Jules and wait in the theater, watching it every now and again, getting annoyed. But but I don't think they've done a more
1: classic old school fans service
0: episode. I I agree, and I also kind of, of like this trip. because it's always been this weird thing of they shot a movie about this town and the people living in it, and it never comes up. And set in this town,
1: <laughs> like like it it was filmed there. Uh it it it's
0: it's fun to see. It's certainly fun. i think it's cool i i hope they go somewhere interesting with it or not even interesting just like keep the silliness up but i do kind of the one thing i read looking through these really quick that honestly eugene being the main the eugene stand and being the main character makes sense because that totally feels like something a producer would say like we can not have the old man do it get a young guy and have him play that part They choose the most... They're literally at the beginning. They're like, listen to this episode or you will
1: not know what's going on.
0: The most context-heavy thing you could do, which is basically Wit, Connie, and Jules watching the extended cut of the movie from the Day in the Life episode. From, like, album 12 or something. Yes. Now, I do love when we cut back to Jules' mystery science theater in the movie and everyone being pissed at her. But just commenting on how weird it is. So, I love this because I always love... Looking at the fake media. Because, like, although it's not one of my favorite episodes, one of my favorite things BoJack Horseman did was they released an episode on Netflix that was just a full episode of the fake TV show that existed within the universe. Kids, don't go watch that show. Kids do go watch that show. No, kids do not go watch that show. (laughs) The 8 to 12 demographic is not listening to this podcast. I don't know who's listening to this
1: podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's It's fun now i will say this now this is also a show kids don't go watch this i don't remember if they called you like they called the eugene character rick in the original episode but they were definitely going for the rick and morty vibes
0: you mean with the green portal
1: the green portal and it's rick and I'm like, you clearly know what you're doing. Clearly, like, someone... Like, they know, like, the Odyssey people don't know about Rick and Morty. And so they're like, slide
0: this in. Right, so and here's what I actually really like about the movie. It, it, the, the fake movie they present, although I feel like it contradicts some of the things they say about the movie in the actual episode... It very much feels like the 1990s adaptation of Adventures in Odyssey some studio would have made. Yeah, where they're like, well, they time travel and it's this kid and... Right, the Imagination Station's a ring. It's like, it's sort of the show, but not at all the show. Yeah. It's funny. It. I wonder how long it's gonna go. I was about to say, like, this is a 30-pound... Another 30-panel arc. I don't 100% know if that's going to go well. Now, maybe, like, they'll break through the screen or something. I well, don't know. It's, it's it's really fun because it's fun to visually see some parts of the film. Right. Now, to be this would also have been, like, a fun animated episode. Agree. Like, just cut to Connie, Jules, and Witt in the theater watching it every now and again, getting annoyed, but... But I don't think they've done a more classic old-school fans service episode. I, I agree and I also got like kind of this trip. because it's always been this weird thing of they shot a movie about this town and the people living in it and it never comes up and set in this town <laughs> like like it
1: it was filmed there uh it, it it's it's fun to see it's certainly
0: fun I think it's cool. I, I hope they go somewhere interesting with it. Or not even interesting, just like keep the silliness up. But I do kind of, the one thing I read looking through these really quick, that honestly, Eugene being the main, the Eugene stand and being the main character makes sense. Cause that totally feels like something a producer would say, like we can't have the old man do it. Get a young guy and have him play that part. All right. And that was it. Yeah, that was interesting. But yeah, I still stand by my thought that they did a very good job parodying a 90s movie that doesn't quite get the source material. I agree. I think the next parts are fine. I think it maybe went a little too long. Well, they clearly wanted to line up with the episode. My favorite part at the end, though, was when he said, hopefully we'll have more fun in Odyssey, the town of adventures.
1: And they're like, something about that doesn't sound quite right.
0: Yes, I did appreciate the slight fourth wall break there. I did like that. Right. But, I Odyssey, but Odyssey the Town of Adventures also 100% sounds how that 90s movie would have ended. Um, I agree. Maybe the next episode about this, they'll make a sequel. I mean, legacy sequels are all the rage. It's a reboot. Or it's Odyssey Space Jam 2. I mean, you could... I mean,
1: that would be, like, an interesting, like... I mean, you could see Jay trying to do, like, a documentary. The real Odyssey. Yes. I yeah. mean, that would be a funny episode. It's like, Jay, the real Odyssey. And then he's trying to, like, put stuff, like, that's in the... that. Oh, that would be good. I want him to try to bring a camera into the imagination station. That would be great. And they have to explain. It's like, wait, it didn't capture anything. Well, right, because the camera doesn't
0: have an imagination <laughs> Can we send that to someone at Odyssey to put into a script? Because that's a great joke.
1: Uh, that would be really funny. It's like, but I was going to have a whole part about, like, us going back in time. Jay, you can only go back in time in your imagination. (laughs) Not on a screen. But I always assumed the
0: imagination station was kind of screen-based. I don't know. They've never really explained it. (laughs) So, because especially now that you have to walk through rooms, I have to assume there's some level of yeah, screen technology, right? Anyway, maybe maybe the new video series will explain this. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to assume you did not listen to the official podcast episode about this. No. So they interview the writer. Well, first they talk about sequel episodes and how rarely they've done any. Then one of the, then Jesse makes a joke and Clara returned in that, oh, wait, that hasn't aired yet. Okay, so 50-50, that was true. (laughs) So I I feel like Clara is like, if you were to pull strings of old Odyssey threads, Clara's the one to go to. I mean, it would be cool if they brought Clara back, but don't you? I feel like. I mean, would you bring back Jack Allen? Um, maybe maybe they reunite for Jack Allen's funeral. I'm just saying the voice actor died. I know that's a little morbid, but
1: I wonder, right? Like, okay, <coughs> here's the thing: there's a few things they could. If they're actually bringing back Clara, there's a few things you could do. You could have her be like the head of some mission about it... or like adopting children or orphanages. Yes, that's the easy. It is like bring her back. Um, I mean, if they're actually exploring, like, wit's emotions, that would be the place to do it, wouldn't it? That or his family would be the place to do it, right?
0: Like, yeah,
1: having like this thing where he's trying to like shove it all down. But like, he recognizes he still has anger about that situation. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, but it's hard because the end of Clara is so much not that. It's so much like being like, I'm fine. Like, she's happy. But maybe, like, she, he's sad that he missed out on some of these.
0: Right. Or it could be, like, a really good episode about Wit sometimes maybe making rash decisions. Or bad decisions. Like, adopting Clara would have been a bad decision for him no matter what. And thankfully he was stopped. But then we have things like Maury and Emily where he kind of let that play out to see what would happen because they're special. And you could argue those are kind of... Uh, yeah similar thoughts yeah it's
1: it'll be interesting to say the least. I mean, if they bring her back, I mean because here's the thing if it's just for like an like an agency for like orphans and it's like to to sponsor and let people know about that that's like low stakes like yeah. an emotional bringing back for wit that has something to do with his storyline that's like kind of high stakes. Yeah, I It'd totally be fun agree. to see bring back, but that's such a weird pull, right? Like, if you're gonna make a joke pull, like, joke pull, like, something with, like, oh, Jimmy Barkley. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Or, like, say some real obscure character. And Galara is obscure, but it's, like, such an obscure pull where it's a character who's never actually been to Odyssey.
0: We have just heard about her from other characters. Right, well, and we've only ever heard... Only Eugene knows about her, so... Oh, here's what you could do. Connie makes a new friend, and it's Clara, and she brings her to Wit's end, and Wit has a crisis.
1: That'd be interesting.
0: It'd be a good... At least be something to give Connie to do, but... Yeah. Okay. So, there's that. And maybe a good discussion topic episode would be, like, sequel episodes we want to see. Yeah. I mean, that's
1: true. I mean, I think they are likely to be not because I think they know there are fans who be into that and I think now that there is the club it's not I'm sure a lot of people are listening to the backlogs absolutely and I think they've done like it, I think it gets people interested again and it's not like they didn't pull back characters in old Odyssey I think it's just that like like or old characters didn't show up
0: I think you're right like, I mean, Jimmy
1: coming back in Washington, D.C. is like a what? But it's like, I'm sure people were excited about that.
0: That's very true. No, That that happened. was a good moment. And I think it was because George Barkley was the wedding officiator for some reason. I also wonder if at one point they were going to write Connie off the show if they wanted to give her a bit of a... Anyway. Yeah. Not a... So in the episode, they interview the writer. And it's the guy who does the comics. And there's definitely a slight Odyssey comic vibe to the writing of this episode. Not in a bad way. I just noted it. Yeah. Okay. So he said what happened was he wrote the, you know, movie comic, and someone in the writer's staff said, oh, an episode about the movie would be kind of a cool idea. So, you know, because the, the comic kind of serves as this bonus scene of the episode now. Yeah. So they write that. Originally, it was going to be more about fan culture, and you can definitely see that in the first part of this episode. Mm-hmm. And the negativities of that. So... The one thing that really stood out to me is... Did you feel something missing in this, in this episode? Um... What? So, Will Ryan died in 2021... And this is the first episode... That feels like there's a Eugene-shaped hole in it.
1: Yeah. I think that's fair, right? Because... Especially in the comic, Eugene was like... Like, the Eugene's character is almost like the lead... Along
0: with the kid... Yeah, well, so here's the interesting thing. There was a deleted scene, you can hear it on the club, where Connie calls Eugene. And they said they took it out because of it was slowing down the episode. That reminds me of the 2011 Winnie the Pooh movie where they took out a couple scenes because it was slowing down the 52-minute movie. Um, <laughs> okay, look. I don't know if the club episodes air on the radio in other countries. It's a club episode. I, I, I respect their restraint for not doing 45-minute club episodes. You could have given 45 seconds to Connie calling Eugene. Yeah. Yeah, so the scene is basically, Connie calls Eugene, and you only hear gibberish over the phone, and it's like, Eugene, you won't believe what they did to the movie. If I was gonna jest, would I make this up? Yeah, I'm full of consternation, too, I think. Yeah. So, like, that... Now, maybe there was more to the scene, but that's what they had recorded, so... It's hard,
1: right, because they probably don't want every time, like, Eugene should be there to just, like, do that, but... Right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean... It, it, it's noticed. Like I thought, like oh, if Eugene was, if Will Ryan was still alive, Eugene would be in this episode. Yeah, no. Which I... is the only issue with doing legacy episodes now is
0: that you don't have Eugene, who was a part of a lot of these episodes. Yes, and I, I do find it interesting that. Yeah. No, you're you're definitely right. It is interesting to me that Eugene. Was around for years. They never really did anything with it, but now that he's gone, they suddenly do this big legacy episode. Yeah. And is that a bad thing? I don't necessarily think so. It's just I don't think it's bad. I just think it's if they do more legacy episodes, it's gonna be noticeable. Right, and that's actually why doing Clara would be a bad, a good idea because Eugene's the one who heard that story. So him, I mean, him not being the episode might be a little weird. But it was a story told to Eugene, so it would give Wit an excuse to re-explain everything to Connie or somebody. I agree.
1: You know what would be an interest? I mean, here's the problem. In the comic, they establish she's like eight.
0: Yes, and that so that is one thing about the time, the shifting time. So when Odyssey starts, Witt's End's been open for four years. When Wit comes back, like, three real-world years later, he mentions Clara has grown into a beautiful young woman.
1: Well, yeah, that, so... Okay, well, Clara's probably, like, right, she's probably, like, eight, like, 17 or 18. Yeah. then at the time. I was saying, you know, I was thinking of legacy characters bringing back. Like, you could try to bring in, like, Stuart Barkley and just, like, have that character start from scratch. But the problem is, like, we've established he's, like, eight in this comic. Yes. So you couldn't have him just be by himself for
0: whatever reason maybe the family comes to visit odyssey and steward gets to go on an adventure with somebody.
1: Well, I was thinking if you wanted to like bring in a new character, but it's like, it doesn't work. Cause he's still so much a kid.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. All right. So does, do you have any other notes on this episode? I feel like we've kind of talked it into the ground. Um, no, I mean, I, I think it's a fight episode.
1: I just think I don't, I don't fully buy, I guess, the end. It's, like, weird to me. Just that it's like, oh, you never know what to expect from people. It's like, well, that's true. And so, like, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, I guess. But it's just, like, it's... they. I feel like they tried too hard to make me be like, whoa, she's a doctor? It's, like, right, because it doesn't really make sense that she's a doctor. And then has also come back to acting. I'm sure that is a, lot a of story. Apparently. Yeah, like, I'm sure that is, like, a thing that has happened before. It's just, yeah. like,
0: I it's, like, so extreme. I totally agree with that. And I, it feels like kind of an episode-length apology to the people who maybe felt Heather Shapley was a bad representation of who they were. Yeah, I but- agree. Yeah, But I think it's a very good episode. It's an episode i kind of like more of, not a sequel episode, but just a let's go out and have a little fun type of episode. Like, I feel like it's the that- most fun what's gotten to be in an episode in a while. I agree.
1: Like I was rolling with the first half and the yes. second half is not bad. It's not a bad episode by any means. I was just
0: kind of like, oh, we're kind of switching gears a little bit right oh that was the other thing from the podcast episode of wit so you know his name is professor walrus which was never mentioned in the episode apparently when the videos came out the animated videos came out people mentioned how much wit looked like a walrus oh so that's, that's kind of a, that's a funny callback but i will say this you know in a, in a month my cousin is getting married in denver so uh john's wife is going to colorado springs to visit one of her friends i really hope they're selling that merchandise they were talking about in the, not. In the family gift shop i wish they're not, though. Yeah, other than that, did you do the web quest? No. Alright, so basically the video is a kid who has the largest collection of Adventures in Odyssey merchandise. It's fine. It's cute. You can tell he's having a lot of fun that he was recognized.
1: How much merch is it? Is it a lot? I mean...
0: Right. So There's, there's not uh,
1: that much Odyssey merch, but...
0: Right. Say, so that's the problem, isn't it? Now, I'm, I don't want to make fun of this kid, because it's a, it's a big accomplishment. But it's kind of like me saying I just opened the largest McDonald's only for dogs... You know, he probably does.
1: I mean, if I watch that video, it probably is like, this is an impressive Odyssey collection. But it's also like, right. It's like Odyssey isn't like the most merch heavy thing. It was
0: back in the day. But yeah, that's true, I guess. So does he have a lot of classic merch? It is a lot. Yes, that's cool. Then like it's a cool video to watch and see some of that stuff. And we're not trying to drag the kid through the mud, especially if he listens to this show. It was a very cute segment.
1: Yeah, that sounds cool. But yeah, I I guess like if you, it is true, there was more merch in the past. Yes. So. Than there is right now. Like I'm thinking right now where it's like, there's like no, like I feel like very little. There's like the books and the CDs. And you can buy a
0: fidget spinner off the website. What? (laughs) I know. Did he have a fidget spinner? I didn't see one, but I also was kind of half watching it. Okay. So. It's that's cute though. Um, maybe yeah. I'll give it a watch. Yeah, it's a it's a very nice video. Anyway, so that wraps up this episode. Join us next time for some more albums and our November news round of the episode still has not been announced yet, so we'll see what it is. I know the Christmas episode is the characters just sitting around telling Christmas stories to each other, so Yeah. But anyway, I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next time.